Previously on 94 Chill, the podcast. They revealed themselves to us last year voluntarily. They're a different kind of breed of humanity. They're capable of blending in just like an ordinary human. You're going to save us from ourselves. The war between us is inevitable. So I just concluded watching The Breed. Uh, Adrian Paul is our headlining star, despite I think it uh, really is carried by performances by uh, Bokeem Woodbine and uh, Bai Ling, Bai Ling from The Crow. Bokeem, he's pretty much gotten all of the uh, tough supporting black characters, I'd say, of the 90s. I'm sorry, of the 2000s. Uh, he's shocker number two in Spider-Man Homecoming. Scamble, get away from the keyboard. This film was released in uh, 2001 about vampires trying to integrate themselves into uh, human society, just like True Blood. Now, these bo- this this movie came out the same year as the first Sookie Stackhouse novel, so I think they were just trying to beat uh, HBO to the punch on this. And it misses in so many ways. Tries to incorporate wire foo, which is laughable. Finds the direction of Russell McCulley outside of Highlander, the original, to be valid. The guy can't capture any action. He just sets it up in a frame. It's like, I mean, Kevin Smith knows his restrictions at least. Plot is, uh, well... I summed it up pretty fast. A lot of espionage between both sides trying to outdo, finish the other before they can finish them type stuff. A lot more fun with werewolves. Again, 2001 with Underworld. But this this is just, like, I have seen a lot of... I don't know. I'm in a tough spot right now. Is it better to have a movie that's fun, funny... Or a movie that's uh, competently directed, it just doesn't have the story or just doesn't have the performances to make it worth anyone's time. So this could be great for how did this get made. Uh, This is, and as I say, there's some good performances um, by our primary leads, not Adrian Paul, which makes me think Highlander pretty much allowed him to push Gary Daniels away from the American scene, at least when it comes to made-for-video cinema. So it can be fun at times. CG is awful in it. They should never even attempt it. If you thought Blade was laughable, 
this tops that a hundred times. So to view it, it it's really if you want good background noise, the breed might just work for you. John Carpenter's Vampires. You know, it's a fun flick. Uh, I think it does run a little long. I don't think Carpenter's really cut out for a sprawling landscape to his stories. I think he's best in a confined area, you know, Chinatown. No real in-between travel and stuff, trying to fill in where it is. So it runs a little long. I think the problem uh, I had is that it doesn't really feel like John Carpenter because James Woods, who is great in the film, screws politics. He's just good uh, and this is before he went all republican and you know i can say well i had the same kind of thoughts in 1999 i digress it's really i'd rather he have like a cast of people who screamed carpenter and he just doesn't have that and he gives you great cameos by people like oh damn it um carrie horiyuki i'm sorry if i've missed one of the last names on that played Shang Tsung, you know, your best Japanese-American actor out there, in my opinion. Soundtrack's great, like Carpenter. It's just really like, look, would have been better if you just left it with uh, Roddy Piper and Keith David. Kurt Russell, where was he? It could have been a lot more fun. Maximilian Schell, as a villain, works out great. Sorry if I spoiled that twist. If you like John Carpenter, this is going to be your most mainstream project of his. It's a good two hours to take. Can I hear a wahoo? This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy!